Welcome to episode 20 of the Midlife Worthy Moms podcast for the Graceful Empty Nester. Today, we're going to explore the differences between venting and complaining. Now, we all do it, and we know others that do it. But when does it go too far? How does it create more problems for us? And last, how do we respond to a loved one that excessively is complaining? Are you a mom who's been taken by surprise and finds herself struggling with her adult child? Well, it's time to grab a pen and notebook because I'm about to share some insider information that will help you navigate through this challenging phase. I'm Kim Damon, a mom, a life coach, and an Enneagram coach. I specialize in helping moms of adults in rediscovering the connection with their adult kids. Just imagine mom stepping into a state of drama remission with your adult children. Together we'll build a life grounded in grace and the peace that comes from truly knowing who you are as a midlife woman and a mom. Make sure you visit my website, the link is provided in the show notes, and grab your free course, Thriving in a Divided Family. It's packed with valuable insights. Before I talk about venting and complaining, I want to bring up a couple of wins. I think it's important to look for that evidence that we have wins throughout the week. So I'm going to begin the podcast with a couple of wins that I had. And I encourage you all to do the same. So in the last week, a couple of things come to mind. First of all, I had this beautiful, wonderful conversation with my daughter. I was on the phone with her. It was totally random, but I was telling her about some emotions that I was having. And she just showed up in that conversation. And she brought me such great advice that I've been thinking about it ever since. And I'm just wondering where she got all that wisdom. I don't know. It was just so beautiful and surprising. Not that she doesn't have great ideas, but she just really stepped into the moment and took care of me. And so that was really beautiful. The other thing was, you know, I I consider this a win. I had something really difficult to do this week. And it's something I didn't want to do. And it was very uncomfortable for me to do. But it's been weighing on my mind for quite some time. And I took action this week. And I knew that there would be consequences. And it was okay. It was okay for there to be those consequences because it was important to me it was important to my values and it was important to my vision even though it brought up a lot of emotion in some people I really feel very comfortable with what I did and the decision that I made and there's something really powerful in making a decision and following through with it, even when you're really uncomfortable with it, in terms of not uncomfortable with the decision itself, but uncomfortable with the emotion of having to do it. I consider that a win, and I'm taking that. What are your wins this week? 
Now let's get started with the subject at hand, complaining versus venting. There really is a difference between the two of them. And I'm going to explain that in a moment. But first, I wanted to tell you something that I think is important for you to understand is that I have a true bias for people that complain. The materials that I came up with and the information I came up with, I stepped away from my own biased opinion and did my research. When I had employees, the one thing that probably bothered me the most about supervising people and I loved supervising people was when they came to me with a complaint without any kind of solution. To set some expectations, I quite frequently said, my door is always open. You guys can come in and talk to me at any time. If you're there to complain about a situation, I would love to also hear what you think the solution should be. When I found myself one-on-one with someone and they were complaining, I would let them complain. I would let them finish. And then I would ask them, what do you think the solution is? That was my motto that I took because of my bias about complaining. Now, it doesn't mean that I don't do it myself because we all do it. But I just wanted to put that out there because I wanted you to understand that I have done the research and I have read a lot of information on this and I feel very comfortable with the materials that I'm providing you with today. So really the difference between venting and complaining, venting is something that we do when we have this immediate emotion or a situation happens during the day and we go to a trusted friend or we go to a trusted a trusted partner or anyone that we have a relationship with them and we just verbally let it all out. When you need to vent with someone, it's always a good idea just to tell them up front that I need to vent for just a moment. I don't need your advice. I just need you to hear me. Then if you have trouble continuing on and on and on about your situation and you want to narrow that down, give yourself a timer, like time yourself 15 minutes. I'm going to vent for 15 minutes. If I have not stopped, please tell me my time is up. It's a way to get out our frustrations and our story and our situation. It can be anything from something that happened at work, something that happened with your children, something that happened with your spouse. It can also be traffic. It's fine to vent about those things to someone who will listen to us. Where venting becomes a problem is when it can affect someone else, when it can affect their mood, their progress. We don't want to unintentionally hurt another person or stop someone from making progress in their own lives by our venting when it's a sensitive subject. And we have to know who we're venting to. We have to know those people and what they're going through. 
it can be a trigger for some. So venting in itself is really not a big issue when you're just venting your frustrations. I would encourage you, if you don't have anyone to vent to, or even if you do have someone to vent with, that you get out your journal and you write down at the very top of it, vent, and then write it all down. Because sometimes we pick out these little nuggets of our truth and even maybe a solution. So what is complaining? Is that any different than venting? Well, it's obviously a close cousin, but complaining is something generally that goes on and on. It's like this hyper focus on a problem with no solution, no positive outcome. Now I'm going to give you some examples of how this does not help us when we constantly are complaining. And trust me, I've done it myself. I've been here myself and I've noticed it and I have put a stop to it as much as I possibly humanly can. Complaining does not help us. It fosters negativity. That complaining tends to amplify those feelings. Have you ever noticed when you have a problem and you're really looking for people to be on your side You go from person to person to person telling them the same story, the same complaint, without a solution, without a positive outcome. It's like you're looking for that sympathy. You're looking for, hey, you are right. You should feel that bad. You're looking for people to take your side. So it fosters that negativity It fosters it in the workplace, in the home. It fosters that in your mind. And that's so important to understand. Because that is the most precious thing that I want you to understand is how constant complaining about a situation and telling your complaint over and over again creates you more problems than it does help you. It drains your energy. Complaining can be emotionally and mentally draining, leaving you with less energy to really focus in on a solution. The more you complain, the more that you're going to convince yourself that there is no solution, that you're going to tell yourself over and over again, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to try. Complaining also strains relationships. Excessive complaining to another person can really strain the relationship. It can strain it with family, with friends, with colleagues. It can be a problem for others to listen to it. The reason I bring this up is I can recall in my own bias, when people would complain to me repeatedly, mostly about the same thing, it was almost as though I felt they were looking to me for the solution of their problem. It's up to us to solve our own problems. It's not up to anyone else. It actually hinders your problem solving. Complaining often fixates on the problem itself rather than figuring out what to do and what to try. It keeps us stuck. 
we don't want to try anything because in our complaining, we've already convinced ourselves that it won't work. That just doesn't make sense to me. It reinforces our victim mentality when you have that continual complaining, making it challenging to take responsibility and control over our own lives. This is so important when you want to feel like you have some control over your life. If you want to take back control over it, that's the first place I would look is how much are you complaining and what can you do about it instead? It also reduces our resilience. I am all about learning how to be resilient and to overcome my emotions, my thoughts, And I teach that inside the membership. I think it's so important that we feel comfortable and know exactly what to say and what to do and what to try and how to manage the emotions, the heavy emotions that come through. What complaining does is it starts the ruminating, ruminating on other problems that support what we're complaining about. And we ruminate on these problems without seeking any kind of solution. And that can erode your ability to bounce back from any challenges or setbacks. In fact, when you're so accustomed to complaining about your situation and you have something else happen, instead of saying, what can I try that's different or what's next for us or I need to process my emotions about this. Instead of saying those things, we're actually saying, see, I told you so. And then we add to our story and we complain even more. Another thing that complaining does is it really limits our empathy. Frequent complainers may be perceived as overly negative, causing others to feel less empathetic and supportive. If you're overindulging in complaining to a person that's lost their empathy for your situation, they may begin to think that you're not willing to solve the problem, you don't have the tools to solve the problem, or you're not open to any kind of a solution. Complaining also increases our stress level. Just feel your body when you're complaining. Your blood pressure might go up, you might get a headache, you might notice your posture, you might notice your heavy emotions as you complain. It leads to heightened stress. And this often will keep you focused on those stressors rather than ways of managing them or alleviating them. And it's also a big waste of time, honestly. Complaining can be time consuming. It's an activity that we all have indulged in from time to time. It really has no good benefit. We rarely see any change in someone else's behavior when we're complaining. Now when we're complaining about other people, this is what concerns me the most is that Sometimes even well-meaning people will share that complaint with that person or they will bring it up 
when they're in the middle of their gossiping or they're complaining. We have to be careful sometimes what we share with other people. And I don't mean that people are not trustworthy, but sometimes people are not trustworthy. And I don't believe that all of them share that information to hurt us intentionally. I believe that there are some people have well intentions to actually help us in our journey by sharing our complaint. And what it does is it backfires on us. So again, if you're looking at your own complaining, I would really pay attention to that. I'd really pay attention to what you are telling other people. Because in a moment of their venting or anger or frustration, they may repeat something that you have said. What do we do when the roles are reversed and we have someone coming to us all the time complaining? So this is a very interesting question, but there's ways to actually manage this. When someone is a chronic complainer and coming to you, it's always a good idea to ask them open-ended questions. It encourages them to find their own solution and solve their own problems. For example, if someone comes and complains to me, I can say to them, what are you going to do about it? What are your ideas? What do you think you should do? What do you think you could do that would make it better? When we ask open-ended questions to someone that is complaining to us, we're putting the situation back on them to solve their own problem. We have to understand that sometimes it's just not beneficial for us to actually complain. Yes, we're going to vent sometimes. Yes, we're going to get frustrated and say some things. It's always important to acknowledge or express our concerns. I'm not telling you to keep your mouth shut. It's equally important for us to have balance. Find that balance by having a solution. By sitting down, getting your pen and paper out, and figuring out what you're going to try next to solving your problem. My challenge for you this week is to go 24 hours without complaining. And if you find that easy, I want you to go a couple of days or three days without complaining. Notice, notice what happens when you're not complaining or when you do bring up a problem. Also bring up a solution. Bring up multiple solutions. Bounce some ideas off of your friends or your trusted loved ones. This is the kind of work that we do inside the membership. We learn about these things. We learn about resilience. We learn about managing our emotions. We learn about working out our own issues. And if you're interested in learning this process, please make sure you contact me at midlifediscoveries.com. Now go out and have an amazing day. If you're enjoying this podcast and finding value in our discussions, I'd love to hear from you. Take a moment to leave a review on the podcast platform of your choice. 
Your feedback is incredibly valuable and it helps other worthy moms just like us discover this podcast. Additionally, if you know another mom that could benefit from our conversations, please share this podcast with her. Together we can create a supportive community of worthy moms. Join me next week for another empowering episode on the Midlife Worthy Moms podcast.